Perry sitting with his wife, Cheryl Perry. Uh, we're going to talk about being fearless and free at 50. Um, turn 49 this year, going on 50. Don't feel like it, thank goodness, which is kind of the point of this fearless and free idea. And maybe someday down the road it'll have a different name, but as for today, fearless and free is what we're... And we're going to talk about why it's fearless and free and why we, we feel fearless and free. Cheryl being, um, what, you 47? 47. Looking 25. That's right, baby. Nice work. Thanks. Okay. But uh, we're physical therapists, um, have our own physical therapy business, uh, have a speaking business as well where we do continuing education. And um, so uh, over time, people we've met in the speaking world and actually written a book, what was it, 2008, um, about fitness and mindset and and things of this nature, but people we've been fortunate enough to run into and learn from, both from our mistakes and their mistakes, has kind of got us on this path of maybe talking about being fearless and free as, as we age. So, Sometimes the information that we're going to get into tonight, I, I think about if someone had shared these secrets with us, with me particularly, when I was younger, yeah. um, maybe started with my mindset and taking care of myself in a, in a different way when I was 20, Right. What that would look like today. Exactly. And, so, and you hear that all the time, yeah. if I knew what I knew today. But, I mean, there's specific things we're going to talk about in specific areas. So, for example, as, as we speak, we're in the middle of writing this book, this Fearless and Free at 50 um, book. And it's using concepts, again, and ideas of, of exercise and fitness, which is our, our world in physical therapy, but also mindset that goes along with that. Um, Nutrition, diet, if that's what you want to call it, but, but food and nutrition, as well as dealing with pain, aches and pain. And as, as we get in our, for me, mid to late 30s from playing sports, but as we get older, we, we, we see that. And we definitely see it with our patients. So no matter what they come in with, there's aches and pain somewhere. And so it all kind of ties in together. So we talk about each, each area individually, but also how they tie in. I think it gets confusing too, John, with all the information that we've heard from all of the different areas, whether it be from the medical world has told us to do this type of exercise as opposed yes. to that type of exercise. And nutrition, we've followed the, uh, the government-issued pyramid um, saying that we should eat more grains and less fats and, and how that's worked out for America. We're the fattest right now we've ever been in the history sure. of the country. Um, right down to traditional medicine for, treat, for treating pain and disorders as opposed to seeking out natural alternatives and other ways of treatment, other forms of treatment that um, could have a greater impact for the long term. Sure. And it, it, it's scientifically based. So we're using principles and strategies and techniques that are science-based, at least what we know for today, or science knows for today, not just, hey, this is what Cheryl and I did. It's really cool. Let's try it. As opposed to, yeah, we have tried these things, but it's because science is saying this is the direction to go in these areas of mindset, of fitness, of, of diet, and, um, and pain, and dealing with pain. And so that's, you know, we start with the principles and go from there. So let's start in the beginning here, and let's just talk about mindset, because we've had the opportunity to work with professional athletes. Um, we've had the, the opportunity to work with, you know, college athletes and, and, and uh, businessmen, you name it, teachers. Um, Parents are teachers, friends are teachers, and so people that are successful in their world, it all starts with mindset and how they think. 
Uh, they think different than, than people that are, are less successful. And so, you know, it's one of the things we learn because we have a past where not everything's gone perfect. Let's just, just be honest, whether it be in, in college or post-college and, and going through divorces and uh, injuries and traumatic events with family in our lives. So uh, you look at these things and have to deal with that. The mindset, what you think about when you're 20 is different than when you're 45 and different when you're 49, like I am now, based on your experiences and what you've been through. So they help you grow, but also they can be devastating at times. And if, if you can control that mindset, again, it ties in with the other areas of your life. So this whole idea of being fearless, this whole idea of being free, you know, um, you hear about everybody deals with fear and or you're dealing with love and you can't have both at the same time so we both we like love we like happiness so if we can be fearless and figure out strategies and techniques to work with that especially with mindset um, then you're going to see more happiness more more love more freedom and so kind of the idea is as we age we have these ideas so let's help others with what we have seen what we've learned and what has been successful i think part of our goal in communicating those things is Every, we had a conversation today with a particular person and um, we discussed the fact that you have your perception of the world and I have my perception of the world and basically we have that blueprint that is ingrained in us from the mm -hmm. time we're born and we grow up in this surrounding and these things happen and these event, events unfold and that's the filter through which we see and we perceive the world. Yes. And so um, we have to present this information in a way mm -hmm. that we can um, help make it through all of those filters sure. that people have mm -hmm. and make the information consumable. Because right. we talked about A Course in Miracles today. Not yes. everybody's ready for that. Right. But if we can break that, that large thought pattern right. into smaller chunks, it's going to be easier to consume. Right. And one of the things you see in there, nothing has meaning except for the meaning you give it. That's so. Exactly. So what meaning are you giving something? It might make one person upset would be exciting to, to someone else. So it's, it's that filter or, or how you're seeing things. And, and it kind of starts with in what we talk about in the book because we're starting with that now in the first chapter. But um, is values. What, what do you value? What's important to you? I mean, is it faith? Is it health? Um, is it money? You know, um, and entrepreneurship, family, you name it. And so... If you start there, and, and it's surprising how many people don't know that. And at 20 years old, I don't know that I did. I mean, I was graduating college at 21, 22, and, and then deciding what's next, and here's a job, and what can I buy with the money I'm getting now <laughs> kind of thing instead of what's my next step, what are my goals. You know, not that you have to look in the future all the time because that's not a great idea, and we can talk about that later, but um, even being in the present moment, what direction are you going? It's interesting. I remember the first time you asked me that question, and um, it was back in 2006. Yeah. And I remember saying to you, I know it's a simple question, but I want to answer this question tomorrow because I wanted to take, I wanted to take the time, yeah. and I really wanted to break everything down. And sure. I wanted to be able to tell you truthfully what were the top five values of my life, right. not just off the cuff. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think those things are important to assess, and they help a person move forward from this space and place and time to the next. Sure. And, and not there's anything wrong with it because some of us are more left brain than, than right, even though we use both. But um, I had the opportunity to do, it's almost a TED talk. It was called Truth Worth Doing Through the Gray Institute, which is where we 
Cheryl and I teach through out of Adrian, Michigan, and Gary Gray, and, and it's a fitness and movement specialist um, well, organization. And so uh, and Gary's a physical therapist as well. But in the process of doing this, if anybody knows what a TED Talk is, it's a short talk, 16 to 18 minute on a subject, I had to research uh, an 18-minute talk took me almost three years to do it, and I had the opportunity to speak to, like we talked about before, um, professional athletes and people successful and, you know, self-made millionaires, um, actors, authors. And in the process of doing that, all of them understand what they value, who they're serving, and where they're going with their life, okay? And so back to what you said, hey, give me some time to do that. Most of them could answer it right now. I mean, quickly, uh, at least for that day, here are my priorities, here's what I value. And what was cool about that is when you know what you value is what I got from them, and it's part of my Truth Worth Doing talk, is once you know that, no matter what goes on around you, circumstances in your life, you are always that person with those values. So you can always have those core values taken into any circumstance and lead that so the circumstance doesn't lead you. It's not the situation, it's you within that situation and the sooner you know that and the faster you know that, which is why I was talking to you that day about it, um, you're closer to that freedom again, that fearless freedom um, because of those values. So just a quick question, maybe a sidebar. Do you think are those values are core values or do you think those values change from day to day? Because I can tell you if I looked at today um, and I gave you my top five, I would say relationship, mm-hmm. my, my diet, health, and nutrition. Yes. Um, definitely business. Uh-huh family right and of course this sure on my top five today sure. so I think those things for me mm-hmm. um, they're kind of fluid right and they maybe change just slightly vary right. from day to day well and, and yeah and so my listing could disagree or look at it a little different but I would say it, it starts with core and then it branches off from there I mean so those are your roots so to speak so if health is always one you might decide to do keto one day and and um you know, yoga is your main thing the next or a combination of both or whatever it is. But I think it always comes back to the core values once you figure those out and then branches, branches from there, if that makes sense. Yeah. But um, one of the things uh, somebody taught me before was if you, if you don't like the results you're getting, talking about mindset again. So here we are, 49 years old, and I'm 49. I'm not happy with what I've done. I want to change jobs. I want a career. I want to go back to school. I want to do something different. Nothing wrong with that, okay? But if I want different results, I have to change the way I think. In other words, I can't decide, well, I'm not making the money I want. I don't have the health I want. I'll just figure that out somehow, uh, look it up on the Internet. or That's where you get to at this point in life. Where do I find that information? Where do I do it successfully? And I need to change the way I look at things, okay, or the way I think in order to change my results because, Ultimately, thoughts lead to how you feel about something. So I do or do not like exercise, but I don't want to lose weight. So my thoughts about exercise will drive those feelings. Feelings then drive my actions. So I'm going to either exercise, get up early and do it or not. Again, back to those thoughts. So thoughts lead to feelings, lead to actions, um, which ultimately lead to my results. So if I want different results, i got to go back and say, well, how am I going to change these thoughts? Is it something I need to learn, something I need to talk to? So coming back to mindset with all of it, whether I want to change my exercise, my fitness level, diet, you know, nutrition, what I'm putting in my body, or how I'm going to decrease pain, 
you got to kind of start with the mindset. I was uh, scrolling through Facebook today, and someone that you and I both know, uh, I, I think we most, both may be friends with her on Facebook. She's lost over 100, I think she said 125 pounds. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the statements that she made in her post, she wasn't patting herself on the back um, in the sense of, hey, look at me, but she was really proud of the fact that she changed her health. And she made the statement that she was, she actually loves exercise, which she hated even taking a walk before. Right. And um, just how her mindset changed and the fact that she, she made it a priority. She did right. it every day. She mm -hmm. went to the gym. She committed herself to it. So her perception and her mindset changed. Right. And, and of course, because she did that, her results changed. True. So. Which is, I think, why we're sitting here and why we're talking about this and why we're doing, you know, websites and podcasts and, and books on this and live seminars at some point along the way is here's what we've learned. I mean, we've been through this and we've thought about this through our 20s and our 30s and now almost through our 40s and said, you know, what has helped? You know, what have we seen other people do because of this experience, what I did that Truth Worth Doing talk and, and other um, opportunities we've had in our lifetime because of working either with the Gray Institute or, or, or ourselves and our own business. Um, these are things that have worked for others. What do they do? I mean, what, are, what do guys like uh, Michael Phelps do? What do, what do professional athletes do to get them where they are? And so it, it usually all comes back to mindset. They, they know what they value. They know the way they think gives them the results they want. And, and the other thing, which is, which is awesome, if you listen to them, is um, how thankful they are, their attitude of gratitude, so to speak. And you hear that all the time. You know, what are you grateful for? And um, so I'll go to compliment one of them, or you go to compliment somebody, and the first thing that comes out of their mouth usually, or you listen to an athlete after a, an event, is what do they do? The good ones anyway. They're, they're thanking their teammates, they're thanking their coaches, they're thanking the fans who train them, whatever it is. So they, they understand that they're grateful for their family. They're grateful for the opportunities they've had in life. And so um, the successful people and the ones you talk to will look at that and say, hey, this is who I want to serve, these are my values, but also I'm very grateful for everything around me. And that's one of the things that you and I, we, we have a journal that we work in individually, but it's the same journal every day. And that's one of the key questions in that journal. At the end of the day, what are you grateful for today? What happened today that makes you stop Yeah. take a deep breath? And some we don't think about, is it? Because we're busy. That's exactly right. Yeah. So that's, that's always a happy little spot in my, uh, in my journal. That's day. awesome. So, you know, as we're talking about this, I and mean, now we're talking to our 25-year-old selves, right? We're, we'd be saying these things, and obviously in the book, we'll go into it more detail. But, hey, figure out what you value, 25-year-old John, you know? <laughs> exactly. What are you grateful for? Look around and the opportunities you've already had and what you could have. And, and, and the way you're thinking, is that want to get you where you want to go someday? And so we talk with our kids that way or our athletes or our patients and anybody we come in contact with. But... Mindset's where it starts. Absolutely. At our house, we have State of the Union talks, and we try to do exactly. That. We try to do that once a week with each every each individual family member, just to say, "Hey, this is where we are. This is where we are as a family, and this is what we're moving towards." And right. are the things each of us are doing? Are we contributing mm -hmm. to that? Right. Are we are we helping that cause or whatever that situation is forge ahead, or are we kind of slacking? And what can we do differently? to make that happen. And, and I, I think, think that's what's, so important. Yeah, and what's cool about that, it, it keeps you accountable, number one. Absolutely. And you also become more aware, which we talk about in the book, more aware of what's going on around you and what you need to work on because <laughs> it happens every day. 
I mean, we can think of examples today where we got upset over something or frustrated for no reason, or if we just step back and looked at the situation a little bit and said, you know, what am I seeing that's really not there? <laughs> what am I seeing that could change? And stop laughing because you know exactly what I'm talking about. But mindset is kind of our foundation where we start with and where we start early in the book, which leads then into health aspects. we got mental and physical health, but depending on what you're putting in your body, because up until probably, what, five, six years ago, we thought we ate pretty healthy <laughs> until we stepped back and said, we're really not eating that healthy. And, and our hormone levels and all these other components, blood pressures, uh, in your case, uh, arthritis and things going on with your immune system even. Um, not good. And as physical therapy, we saw, hey, we're pretty healthy, and we tell these people what to do. But if we step back and look at it, really wasn't healthy until we decided, hey, what we're putting in our bodies, not healthy. I think it's a little bit alarming that we're getting all of this information from multiple sources. Um, you get it from uh, nutritionalists. You get it from physicians. You get it from the government that are telling you to eat this way and to do this with your body. Right. And then, you know, we've followed that pyramid for so long, and now – we're seeing the results of that with my rheumatoid arthritis and yes. and different things happening throughout our body. Absolutely. Which the information that we're learning now um, tells us that that information is false. Sure. And um, there are better things out there. And if you want something different, it goes back to the mindset. Then you have to be willing to try something different. Right. So um, with the diet, I'm going to let you jump in. Just a well, I mean, just, just without going into great detail, I mean, if, if people just, if nothing else, if we look at bread, uh, bread and grains, and for a while, oh, it's it's got it's grain and it's got this in it, it's it's multi, uh, multi-grain or, or all this fiber in it, not always great. And we talk about you know there's GMO uh, to look at and things just aren't healthy that cause a lot of information inflammation in the body. So if people did nothing else but eliminate bread and sugars, um, which if you look at a at a label on anything in the grocery store, it's it's in everything. And so carbohydrate levels are ridiculously high, but people don't even look at it or think about it. And now all of a sudden you land on, I use myself, but land on 49 and say, what have I put in this body? No wonder I felt the way I did five, six years ago. No wonder I had the inflammation. No wonder I you know, didn't feel well or, or have the sinus infections or have the, the illnesses that came. Why am I always having a... Um, sinus infection at this time of year when the weather changed. Well, it didn't have to do with that as much as maybe what was put in my body. So bread and sugar with carbs, if nothing else, um, keeping the carbs down. Do you remember Chrissy from Z's company? I remember Chrissy. Suzanne yeah. Summers wrote a book about 25 years ago mm -hmm. that she was uh, something to the effect, say no to sugar right. or something of that effect. And I remember reading that book and comparing it to the nutritional information that we were receiving from the medical community and thinking right. she is so out there in left field. Right. Now. T start to look at it now and now see the research and it makes this, sense. the 47-year-old woman. Right. Now I look back and think if only I had taken that information seriously yeah. 25 years ago. Well, when you're 20-some years old, you don't have to worry about it as much. You know, like somebody sitting in the room looking at us. And you could get away with it. A little easier. And as you hit, and some people say, well, I've got 30, I've got 35, or whatever they say. But as you get in your late 30s and 40s, you start seeing that. When you do cheat the system or don't eat the way you should, you see the, the negative results of that. So, um, yeah, if nothing else, as we're, as we're taking mindset into, into nutrition, is if, if people just eliminate bread, sugar, and decrease carbs would be a great start. Now, in the book, we get into 
a ketogenic diet and paleo diets and we get into intermittent fasting and different things to do with um, nutrition and how and how to do that to help your overall health not just weight loss or not just muscle gain um, and but it all ties in again mindset and nutrition I mean you listen to uh, Brenda Bouchard Wayne Dyer you know you motivate Tony Robbins even they talk about mindset and motivation but always in there is exercise and health and and so it all and out body mind spirit all have to go together so one of the things I imagine that we're going to dig into is the difference all carbs are not created equal correct and yeah so and everything has carbs, even right. vegetables and and so it's still good you but know, you got to watch that absolutely a good carb and a carrot is much different than carrot cake with the glycemic so, index and, gly and all that so glycemic load so which we'll talk about at some point but for you know for tonight we're, we're kind of giving an overview of of what that looks like with mindset exercise so far and, and and or diet I'm sorry but exercise wise I think that's one of the main things we've dealt with because speaking like we have and doing continued education we see the mis more mistakes in that world diet and that probably those two with people on machines and not using the body as designed to move I mean the body is supposed to move multi-directionally um, full body movement uh, my mom was a first grade teacher and I, I believe we learned the you know the toe bones connected to the ankle connected to the knee whatever it is all the way up and it's true I mean when I when I stand up and reach for something there's a chain reaction through my whole body clear down to my foot and so when we train and exercise especially if we want to lose weight or be healthy or be fit we need to train it that way not isolate it on machines so we move in multiple planes, three planes of motion, as we talk about front, front to back, side to side, and rotate, along with this, let's move every muscle and joint as much as possible, standing, sitting in different positions to train that nervous system like it's supposed to be trained. My dad just had um, rotator cuff <clears throat> repair this week, and um, it was my job to educate him on some exercises that he could or couldn't do, some movement. And uh, I shared with him that the shoulder doesn't actually lift the shoulder. You know, you have your deltoid muscle there in the scapula. And he, he got kind of tickled, and he said, you know, I'm 72 years old. And he said, I never realized that's how it works. Sure. So it's our job, what we do day to day, is we educate people on how the body actually works and how it works in three planes of motion and to be the most efficient movement that you can to use it the way it should be intended to be used. Yeah, and, and people will see this or they get a trainer that, that, that does so many isolated exercises and so much volume is what we call it. And as we see, especially as we age too, because we're talking about this fearless and free at 50, so if it's that um, age range, let's just say, in their for people are in their 40s, late 30s, 40s, and over 50, you don't have to do as much. You can get bigger bang from your buck doing the right things you don't have to do seven sets of tricep or you know eight exercises you know four sets each and uh, you know my 20s I tried to do that and it took me two hours to work out or you don't have to do that and that's what we're going to talk about where you're just more efficient with your time um, and the results will come better be more efficient and, and and also rest which goes into mindset which goes into um, diet and pain because uh, most people aren't getting seven, eight hours of sleep. Um, I used to try to live on four to five. And so that makes a big difference in, in all the areas we're talking about. But rest is part of the exercise as well, believe it or not. So, good. All right, well, let's, let's finish with pain. Okay, because those are our four areas. And pain something we deal with as physical therapists. 
but it kind of all ties in when we're looking at mindset, what we're putting in our body, right, and movement. We need to do all those to help with pain. But how people focus on it, what they look at, where they make it a big part of their day or, or, or try to resist it, we talk about it. If, if I have pain in something and I'm thinking about it all the time and trying to resist it instead of what we call accepting it and learning how to deal with it and understanding what it is and having a better education on this is why I'm hurting and here's how I can deal with it, it helps tremendously. Well, pain actually serves a purpose, and so we have to examine why we're having that pain, whether right. it be a joint pain or it's emotional pain right. or whatever it is. Where's the origin? What is the origin? Yeah, just don't chase the symptoms. You know, what's That's the origin and what I can do? And we're working the whole body, the whole systems, as we're talking about with mindset and, and exercise and diet. Ultimately, it can help pain overall because we're looking at the whole system that way, whether it be alternative medicines, physical therapy, doctors, and, and you know, more Western medicine. Uh, there's ways to go about it and even breathing techniques, you know, cold therapy versus heat therapy and why we can do both. And so it, it's, it's going to be exciting as we tackle this and go into the website and as the book and more blogs and podcasts. But, but as kind of an overview, I would like to have known this stuff earlier, but especially if I'm the 49-year-old listening, what's John done, but what's John learn, and what does science say? And let's try to put it together and, and kind of be fearless and free and tackle stuff, have fun with life, instead of thinking, well, I'm just going to watch kids or grandkids and sit on the couch and gracefully grow old, hopefully. <laughs> Does that make sense? Makes sense. Good. Well, I've had fun. You had fun? I've had a lot of fun. All right. Well, we'll do this again sometime soon. <laughs>